everybody. So this is the Hallmarkies podcast and we are so excited today to be here together to be talking summer nights films. This is so fun. And I'm Rachel and Amber's here. Why hello everybody. Yay. And Ruth Hill is here also. Hey, nice to be back. Yay. This is so fun. We have not been together, the three of us, since June. So whole summer. So perfect. Yeah. Um, everybody having a good summer? Good. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get to answer. The answer is yes. I had a good summer because there are all these amazing summer nights films that we Spoiler got. Spoiler alert. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. I think, would you agree, Ruth, that this has been a very strong grouping of films for Hallmark? absolutely it has been the best from the time that i've been following like all the 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 hallmark movies and really following them and really paying attention to what they're putting out this is the strongest um section you know grouping you you have these five movies that honestly there's not one that i would put like like i would rank really super low there really Uh isn't i i enjoyed um you know i enjoyed some more than others but for the most part i mean these were just that i i i say hallmark knocked out of the park with these yeah i mean i have to agree like every single one of these movies i sat down to have a relaxing time and enjoy myself and all of them i did and yeah. yeah, once I started making my like list of pros and cons, like, yeah, there's mm-hmm. problems with all of them, but like, yeah. just as far as an experience, I enjoyed all five. So mm-hmm. yay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and I do think yep. it, like last fall harvest was really strong and mm-hmm. I didn't like winter fest quite a bit, but I didn't like winter's mm-hmm. dream. Um, and so I don't know. I mean, I, I think that this is the strongest maybe ever since we've been doing the podcast it's right up there with that fall harvest last year yeah it was really good but like i don't think any of them were i didn't like falling for vermont and Mm -hmm. i liked all of these definitely better than falling for vermont so i think i will say emphatically this is the best non-christmas season that we've covered for me at least Mm -hmm. uh but amber what did you think of these five movies as a whole as a whole i think they were uh Probably, yeah, like you said, one of the best seasons, if not the best season yeah. of Hallmark movies. Yeah. Um, even the one I didn't really like that much, mm-hmm. it was just kind of like average to good for me. It wasn't terrible. So like, way to go, guys. Yeah. Stepping it up. <laughs> yep. For real. They, I feel like they really did try here to, mm-hmm. to step it up and try to do some things different and we like they must have listened to our podcast about step up (laughs) pretty much (laughs) right so Um, (laughs) especially since since most of these were 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 already in the works probably before anyway (laughs) no we can take all of the credit they were watching and listening to the podcast okay yeah we'll we'll give you guys all the credit sounds good bill abbott is definitely listening to us three times a week we know (laughs) hello bill we love you you're amazing and Michelle, we'll go, now don't feel some trouble yeah, Michelle, for listening to this too. Yeah, Michelle Vickery, <laughs> um, uh, you, you know, as we, we know, Bill Abbott is the president, but we know who really calls the shots. I mean, 
and, and, and I don't say that yeah. I, he would say the same thing. I'm not even, I'm, yeah. Cause, cause I've heard similar things. I mean, he, he gives incredible praise to Michelle Bickery yeah. and, and I hear wonderful things about her. They are doing an amazing job they and I'm not just saying that like, yes, they really are running yes. a tight yeah. ship and doing a great job. So yeah. really wonderful. So anyway, let's move on. I'm so glad we all had in general positive, positive things about this. Cause I really enjoyed them, but let's talk Love on Safari. This is our first film. Mira inherits a wildlife reserve in South Africa. She travels there to meet the no-nonsense head ranger Tom. When she learns the reserve is in financial jeopardy and she may have to sell it to her uncle's competitor, Tom urges her to save it by taking her on a safari in hopes that she will fall in love with the land, the animals, and hopefully him. So, ooh. <laughs> and uh, so Amber, overall, what was your overall feeling about this movie? So obviously South Africa is beautiful. Yeah. Like, let's just start off. That's the main thing that you get from this movie, I think. Right. <laughs> um, overall as a story, I felt like it was fine for me. Uh-huh. I wasn't in love with it and I didn't feel a lot of chemistry between Lacey Chabert and John Cor. Uh-huh. I didn't personally. Yeah. Um, it might be because he's a blonde guy and a lot of the times I just get turned off by them. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Um, but Brittany Bristow for me was like a huge standout in this. Mm-hmm. I liked that they, I mean, before they even had said, like, John Core and Brittany Bristow's characters were brother and sister, mm-hmm. I was like, obviously they're brother and sister, because <laughs> you could just tell, like, they were, they had a really great brother-sister chemistry, yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, I thought it was just like, meh. Uh-huh. Uh, Ruth, what did you think? Um, well, for me, I, I really uh, enjoyed this one, but, but it was probably beyond the story for me um uh-huh. no not not the i mean the story was was fine actually okay so my mom's criticism i will give you my mom's criticism uh-huh. um, we live for your mom's criticism yeah, yes. yeah. yeah my mom loved the movie just like i did but she said why on earth was Lacey Chabert's character always in heels and dressed up yeah. and all this on the safari and i said i said well, it's because she's supposed to be showing that she's not fitting in. And then once she started fitting in, she did start changing that. But um, <laughs> that was, that was, that was my um, defense yeah. <laughs> because that's what we do. My mom will have a criticism and then I've always got to figure out, okay, she's right, but I've got to have a defense <laughs> now because it's Hallmark and, you know, I've got to be yeah. the, the, the Hallmark <laughs> ambassador here. And um but I think in many ways, uh, I, I think uh, another thing about that is it was almost um, it was almost a throwback to like the way old movies were. You know, Hallmark often does that anyway. Lots of times their their female characters, especially, they're wearing heels. They're always dressed up like you saw from the old time films. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, from back in the '40s and '50s when the women were always all dressed up and everything. And so I, I kind of got I. So, so that didn't bother me as much. Um, but what I really loved about the movie more than anything was just the scenery. Uh-huh. Um, in fact, 
I actually, uh, my, my daughter will not watch ha- all these Hallmark movies. She, she's just like totally against them. Yeah. She's, you know, she's 15. Okay. Sure, sure. But she heard me just make, I was getting so excited about seeing all the animals and everything. And when she heard that there were um, the, the African wild dogs, uh-huh. yeah. I actually paused that and rewound it so that she could come out and see it. And she was just, she was just excited, just like I was. She was sitting there watching the animals. And yeah. so um, that, and, and, I, and I also loved that they had so many um, actual local, local people that were involved in the cast. The music was great. I, in fact, I would have even would have been great to even have more music, but they did have quite a bit of the South yeah. African music. And so, so, so I think that the scenery and the place um, and all of those elements put the movie, caused the story to be almost secondary. I, I would say <laughs> the story was not the important thing for me about that movie. It was the scenery. It was the interactions between some of the local cast, especially um, the animals and of course well Brittany Bristow I mean I mean you know this was this is this should be um, a reason to now take her and have her featured in a lead role I mean she's more than earned that after the performance she gave the only sure. I really enjoyed her I thought she was great the only thing that I the only feedback I'd give on that choice was yeah. I do feel like it was a bit of a missed opportunity to have an African actor play mm, yeah. that part. I understand. Uh, and like, they wouldn't have been brother and sister, but like have mm-hmm. that, like her be sort of the BFF, whatever mm-hmm. at the reserve and have it be a person of color and have it be an African actor. Like they did with Fiji movies. I think right, much better. Right, right. And then you just want them to be a ducky. Rachel, what do you mean? A du- you know, where you're like, well, they should probably get married. Oh, you mean uh, in the John character, John Core, and right. the other person who's not right. his sister. Right. It's a, it's an interesting point, but I don't know. Right. I just feel like, uh, it, it would have been. That was the only thing that I was like, oh, okay. I feel well, like, I even though I liked it, her, right? I understand. I, oh. I can see your part, your point, and I'm sure part of what it is, is they have to figure out how many names do they cast in this as opposed to how much local cast because they have to think about who's going to turn it but i would think personally if lacey chabert is the lead that should be enough to bring people in yeah i mean i I don't think that many people are like i gotta check out the latest i mean lover but check out the latest britney bristow right right i mean and i'm not saying that was nepotism but her dad did direct it um and so that probably didn't hurt um and she does have a lot of experience, I guess, with animals yeah, uh, and yeah. doing National Geographic show or whatever. Right, right, right. So I was fine with her performance. I just, right, right. that was my only feedback that I would give is that I feel like it could have been an interesting role for a native person to mm-hmm. play. But anyway, uh, so uh, what did you guys think of Lacey's boyfriend character like this seems to be a pretty divisive character in the podcast that i've listened to a lot of people don't like him i thought it was so over the top that it was pretty that it was kind of funny to me like he has like <laughs> he has like his like sweater 
like draped over that, him like a cake. that killed me i legitimately died i'm yeah. not i'm a ghost now because he when he came out wearing his stupid like 1980s preppery sweater with like the sleeves on the sweater rolled up I'm like yeah. who these people don't exist in real life yeah, right, it was so right. funny i died right. In, yeah right but like, for me at the like aside from that moment once he gets into Africa, he's like, and calling himself Mr. Spreadsheet. That was funny. Like, no, I feel like they took, they, they were like straddling the line of like, this is amazing. This guy's like, cause a, a truly good one of those characters uh-huh. is oblivious to the fact that they are like that. They think they're amazing. Uh-huh. So having himself be like, well, I'm like, it ruins the joke if he's in on the joke. Yeah, for me, I guess I could see that, but I just thought like it was so over the top when he mm-hmm. is like looking at the scenery in Africa, and he's like, "Well, you can see all this at the zoo." Like, yeah, like he's that was so <laughs> absurd. But like, but he would be like, "Aren't I absurd?" And it like ruins the joke for me. Yeah. But like, but that being said when he came out with his stupid sweater on i he didn't yeah. even need to do anything else and i was like right. this isn't that's right. that's a good that's a good thing yeah yeah Ruth, uh, how much yeah. did you laugh when he came out wearing that sweater? oh i loved i i personally i loved it i i didn't i honestly didn't have any problems with him i thought he was i thought he was he was annoying and great and but but uh it's he but that but that's but that's just me i i i'm i'm not overly picky um now possibly if it had been an actor that i actually knew or something that yeah. that's what i get pickier that's what i get pickier i'll be honest if it's if it's if it's one of my friends in that role and then they're and and they're playing that kind of role then i become i become a lot well, pickier. i mean i did think that this was basically if they had gotten Casey Manderson from Love Struck yeah. Cafe, right? To play this part like that, yeah. like it was uh, the most over the top wrong guy yeah. that I've seen. If Casey yeah. Manderson had played this guy, yeah. I would <laughs> never have stopped talking about him. Yeah. <laughs> For real, it's but, just he would, but and he would have brought he would have brought a little bit more comedy to the role. Yeah. That's honestly fair. that's fair i yeah i still thought it was pretty funny i'm on the camp of because most of the people it seems like in the podcast i've listened to are like i hated him he was horrible and i'm like you're supposed to hate him he's ridiculous like and i don't know what the citizens of scottsdale did to like <laughs> pick off the people who made this movie because they were throwing shade on scottsdale the whole time like this was the most ridiculous thing that she could want to do is to go to scottsdale for a break i thought that was really kind of funny <laughs> you were gonna go to scottsdale what's wrong with you um <laughs> i mean if we're gonna nitpick there were definitely some things that didn't really make sense like if Lacey chabert had been there multiple times you think that she would first of all know that there's no airport because she had been there several times secondly like she would have some idea of what to pack like she's not an elephant she doesn't have the memory to remember all this <laughs> i mean come on you think you'd remember i i feel like an a whole airport is a pretty big thing like you remember that there was an airport you don't think amber i think i'm just um, teasing of course okay. you should know these things <laughs> yeah. um well, yeah well what i think also is that 
if they ever go back to South Africa to film, to do some other, some other filming, I have a feeling that it will be better next time because I think that that's, I, I mean, I, I think that I know we haven't gotten to the Fiji movies, but I think that, I think it's got to be hard the first time. Sure. Filming in an, in an area that is so totally opposite uh, and so different from anything that you've ever really known mm-hmm. that it's got to be really hard to know exactly what direction to take yeah. the story, what actors need to be doing this and that. And I, I think that um, when they go back, you know, we'll just assume they're going to go back at some time. Yeah. I, I, I think that they would probably have a much better story because they would understand, okay, this is, this is what we have at our disposal. This is what we can do with this. Let's try to feature more of the, um, yeah actor the local actors you know i i I have a feeling because i think that um hallmark does seem to do better when they've gone back to areas um and filmed i think that they they have a better idea of what they're dealing with that's well and i thought they did a pretty good job of her because like the premise of like it's basically save the farm that we've seen a million Mm -hmm. times but like i thought they did a pretty good job of having her kind of come to her own Mm -hmm. in an authentic way and like the fact that she like the solution that they came up with in the end i thought was pretty creative and like sweet and uh, with like giving the 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 reservation to the the village and i thought the whole sequence in the village with the choir everything was very well done i enjoyed that uh and i i thought that lacy was probably the best she has been Mm -hmm. in since moonlight in vermont Mm -hmm. in my opinion (laughs) um she was the most likable most warm most you know for me and yeah. I thought she was fine with this guy, John Core. It was oh, yeah. my favorite ever, but I thought right. it was fine. And uh, yeah, I mean, and uh, overall, I just, I enjoyed myself. Yeah, uh, exactly. Pretty good. And I, I, I think uh, it was just refreshing and something new and different. And I ended up giving it 3.5 out of 5 crowns. Uh, what about you, Amber? I gave it an even 3 crowns. Okay. And Ruth, what about you? Um, that's tough. I'm probably gonna go. I've, I've, I will probably say four, four crowns. Okay. I'll probably say. Yeah. Good. I ended up putting it at number nineteen on my ranking. Okay. I have. Uh, I was, okay. we've seen forty six. Oh, okay, Hallmark that's not movies. bad. So I have it at nineteen. And there we go. All right, let's move on. <laughs> so our next movie is a summer to remember, mm-hmm. and this is. Uh, ER doctor Jessica loves her job, but not the hours. Meeting Trevor, a dashing surgeon, uh, when they arrive in Fiji, Jessica also strikes up a friendship with Will, the charming co-owner of the resort. As Jessica notices how Trevor is a workaholic, she also sees that Will offers her tranquility, and she starts to wonder if this is the island paradise that can give her happiness and love she once knew. So that's kind of the summary. I don't feel like that's a very good summary of the no, movie, actually. No, no, the, no the, I think the movie's better than that. But I think the movie's better than that. And I don't really, I feel like she was there to heal and yeah. kind of keep this promise that she had made to right. her husband because that's where they had met. And she was there to take her daughter there and have this experience. And then she ends up meeting, uh, meeting uh, uh, this Will. 
and uh you know it's basically you know and they have this little romance i actually not to jump into cons but i really don't understand why trevor was in the movie like i feel like they had oh no connection i feel like he didn't serve any purpose like i didn't even think she was interested in him at all mm -hmm. i i don't know like it was just weird i felt like it was a weird part i feel like they cut out some scenes that were edited out and he was yeah. supposed to be a better bigger character because he just was like a nothing and then he was yeah. gone uh especially reading that summary right. i wonder if he started out as something bigger because he just seemed right uh, i don't know I, I think that's I think that's possible because I know those things happen. I there are times where because of and and that's one of that's actually one of the most difficult things about these kind of movies that they often want to develop them more and they often mm -hmm. are developed more and then they have to go make cuts and mm -hmm. it is so tough. I I know that you know they're usually 15 to 30 minutes at least longer than what we see i mean they're yeah. probably more like a half an hour longer than what we see and they have to go through and make cuts what did you think in general of this movie um this movie was basically the movie where i first went like wow 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 cameron matheson <laughs> <laughs> like before i was like yeah he's fine like whatever like obviously he's handsome but in this movie i was like oh uh -huh. oh my goodness Let my stars he is the handsomest Amber, man i ever saw <laughs> Like, where have you been I, I guess i was too young i don't know <laughs> i've aged into cameron matheson but i've matured um yeah, yeah there you go i but, mean we're talking this so so for for real for a lot of this movie i was like wow really like yeah. <laughs> who knew this guy was this okay so anyway so i just had to get that off my chest okay. Um, overall, I really liked it. I liked the chemistry between Catherine Bell and Cameron Matheson. Yes. Yeah. I actually was also kind of like, I kind of love Trevor. I don't know what I'm doing. Like for the first, like, I don't know, 20 yeah. minutes of the movie, I was like, I mean, I know Cameron Matheson and Catherine Bell are going to end up, yeah. but I am a little bit confused about why I like Trevor so much. <laughs> um, so that was interesting, but I really liked it. I actually really liked, I felt like all of the characters were pretty well, yeah well 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 drawn i felt you know i loved all of the local people yeah um you oh, know yeah. pete and laney oh, and so um his business partners they were i loved them when he got hurt on the thing i was like oh no oh no not my guy he was fine <laughs> but i uh i really enjoyed watching this movie it was really fun for me I really loved her daughter Ava. Oh I thought goodness, she was yes. interesting. Yeah. I liked her story. Like normally, I just want the teens to have like a little teen island romance. That's who mm -hmm. I am, and I didn't even feel like I was cheated out of that because she had a, a full storyline herself that was interesting and fun, and I liked it. Yeah, like her, like with the photography was really well done, and mm -hmm. I I really liked uh how just this felt like a movie for grown-ups you know that like these were people with experiences and with the i liked the fact that when uh sh when Catherine bell told her daughter told ava that she might be taking this pr promotion might be having to work more like her response was like very mature but i felt like in a realistic way i don't know i just thought like this is and I think that Catherine Bell is really good at working with teenagers. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, yeah. I, it must just be because she has 
a teenager self. I, I would imagine that would help. But, you know, you should look at her with Grace in The Good Witch. You look at her in Home for Christmas Day. She was so good, I think. And then here in this, like, she's just really good, I think, working with that dynamic. Um, and I enjoyed uh, them a lot, Catherine Bell and Cameron Matheson so much. I loved, yeah, like you're saying, all the side characters were so fun, so sweet. And... I really loved the whole sequence at that waterfall. I thought it was really yes. just yeah. fun yeah. and escapism. And, and I, I did an interview that you'll hear in September with uh, Tyler Walzak, who's a cinematographer. And they said they, he said they had to lug all their gear like, through, <laughs> like it was hard to get to. And it was quite the shoot. And it, it, I think it pulled off. It was really a fun setting and a beautiful place. And I liked the fact that I thought the whole thing with the friend, the pregnant friend, I thought that worked well. I wasn't yes. sure about that at first. Yes. but Yeah, it, remember when we got a surprise military fan reunion? <laughs> oh, they're pulling out all the stuff yeah, in this movie. Yeah, yeah. They are. Yeah. Uh, and I, I liked that, you know, she was, I don't know, I just thought that all worked surprisingly well uh, to go back and leave Cameron Matheson for this yeah. friend. So she's like an independent person and right. I don't know. Cameron Matheson, of course, I'm already a huge fan of his. I've been a huge fan of his. Um, actually, it was when I first became a major fan of his was during the Murder, She Bakes when I started watching those. Um, yeah. I kind of had seen him before, but then I became a huge fan. And that's when I realized, man, you know, this is a good looking guy as far as I was concerned. And yeah. And, you know, I, and I worked very hard to get an interview with him. I worked very, very hard. And <laughs> it was a, it was a struggle because he is so busy. The yeah. man, I don't know. I have now no, we never will be doing home and family. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I have no idea whatsoever how he's able to do all that he does, but, uh -huh. but um, it was neat because he and, and Catherine Bell, I mean, then it came out, they, they had worked together on JAG. I guess he had, he had been oh, he had okay. on JAG. I did see that, that that was tweeted out at some point, but as far as them being leads in a movie together, they'd never done that. And I think, mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, how cool that it happened to be this one in Fiji and, yeah. and they just seemed to have, you know, just that, that nice, it, it wasn't like it was over the top chemistry or like it, it was this really sweet, genuine, easy chemistry, you know, that just, I mean, just like, yeah. almost like we're, we're like, like, we're, like we're old friends and, you yeah. know, almost, uh, so that was, that was nice. And I, for, for me, one of the nicest things that came out of that movie was actually suddenly getting this Fiji actor that is like become one of my top fans uh, uh, on, on Twitter. Um, yeah. you know, Matt Young. Yeah. He, I mean, he is very rarely do actors reach out to me for an interview uh -huh. And I don't even remember how it happened, but it was like I tweeted something out. And then he's like, well, if you ever want, this is great. And if you want to ever do an interview, I'm available. And I'm like, we got it set up. I mean, and I didn't, I had no idea. I'm thinking, who is this person? I've never seen him before. And it's I'm thinking, who, you know, what am I doing? And, yeah. and, and he's just like all the time. I mean, I constantly see him <laughs> reading my interviews and, and commenting and it's, and and I know he only had that one small part in that movie. And, yeah. you know, then I know in the other one, it was really only a small part. 
but but you know how cool that he is he has really gotten himself into the hallmark i mean he's really immersing himself in hallmark stuff he is a sweetheart i'm pretty sure that he put a review of our podcast in from new zealand i'm pretty sure (laughs) so thank you uh and if it's not you thank you whoever you are (laughs) because it was so sweet uh but yeah i mean i have very little negative feedback about this i can picture some people who aren't used to these kind of movies thinking it's maybe a little slow uh but for me i was fine with it um and also uh, yeah my only real feedback was i just thought the trevor character was unnecessary and underwritten uh i didn't understand it just seemed like all of a sudden there'd be this conversation with this work colleague for no reason uh and uh, i never thought for a second that jessica was interested in him or that i don't know it was just weird we're gonna have this work conversation for a few minutes i didn't get it so that's really my only negative feedback i gave it four four crowns yeah. Uh, what about you amber um i gave it 4.1 crowns oh look at that wow and i think i just want to say a little bit more about fiji um fiji holds a special place in my heart because that's basically where survivor is filmed now i mean they've filmed i don't how many seasons there eight uh, is it that many yeah i guess so yeah you're right and fun fact last year Cameron Matheson did preseason press for Survivor in Fiji. Mm. I feel like he made this movie happen because he fell in love with Fiji <laughs> when he went to do preseason press for Survivor. So, yeah, yeah. like, let's just uh, have all the movies be filmed in Fiji yeah, right. along with Survivor. It'll be amazing. Yeah. Good. <laughs> cool. Uh, so, uh, Ruth, um, how many crimes did you give it? I would say- I, I would get i would give it four but uh, maybe it might i might be willing to go 4.1 possibly yeah, but great I mean, it might be i'm 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 it's it's hard to say they, for for me it was it was it's hard to know where whether i would put it higher than love on safari or if i put it on the same level i'm not exactly 100 percent sure cool they're pretty close good i have it at number eight for the year okay. so it's pretty hot wow. for me and uh, so there you go all right so next up we have love at sea mm-hmm. and this was written by our our favorite person in the world yes. nina weinman uh, off of the book i did read the book the book was boring oh okay. uh, i oh. didn't love it she made it way better um, oh, good. <laughs> i think i i think i remember her saying not not saying it quite that way but i think i remember her saying i think i remember her saying that she did make some adjustments to it yeah yes she did it made it much better uh and uh, um yeah so this starred uh, the pinavegas in, mm-hmm. in uh their second combined movie for hallmark basically it's about this woman named olivia who is this uh she had been working in this event planner for her father's hotels she ends up getting fired and uh dumped by her boyfriend at the beginning of the movie and she becomes this big event planner her friend is this youtuber a chef lifestyle person youtuber and they're having this cruise and so she goes on the cruise to be the event planner and carlos's character tony i believe is his name uh is there and he wants to become a cruise director 
Mm-hmm. And so he's given the chance to run this this uh, this cruise, and uh, he he works with Olivia to uh, to run this. But then there's this famous chef who's supposed to be there uh, to as a, a special guest for the this whole thing, and he doesn't show. So they have to figure things out and they end up falling in love and all of that's fun stuff. Yeah. This was a sweet little movie. There were parts of it that didn't make sense to me, right. but I just didn't really care because I was tired and just wanted to watch a sweet little movie. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, well, I'll go into it later, but I, overall I enjoyed it. I think it has problems. Um, but overall I had enough positives to overcome the name. Right. 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 Uh, what about you, Amber? Well, for me, a lot of the problem that I had with this movie is I didn't like Olivia. Okay. Like, I've, frankly, anyone who doesn't go to the mustard drill is already in my bad graces. Like, how dare you think you're above the mustard drill? Like, I don't know why, but that was just like, I would, that rubbed me wrong. <laughs> like, I was like, you go to that mustard drill. You put on the stupid life vest. You stand outside. You wait. That's what you do. Yeah. And I was so mad. <laughs> I mean, you'll remember, Rachel, when I, we were talking to Nina and I was said something about like, well, do you guys have a mustard drill? And I was so excited for it. <laughs> she was like, actually, it's in there. And I was like, ha ha. How dare she? How dare Olivia not go to the mustard drill? But in Anyways. fairness, Tony, like, that's what he tells her. Like, yeah. No, I know. Yeah. So I he, thought that was... he, he's correct. Yeah. She, but, but the fact that she is like, I don't know, she was just off-putting yeah. to me. And obviously she softens as the show goes on. Yeah. But the fact, just the mere fact that somebody was like, I'm above having to go to this mandatory thing. Yeah, yeah that's fair. It, it made fair. me mad. Um, and then, and, and then just basically, cause that was my perception, mm-hmm. everything she did okay, yeah. fed mm-hmm. into that perception. That, yeah. So like, you know, yeah, that's anyway, fair. I was having a hard time with her care at all about the subplot with her mom and her mom's boyfriend. I was like, I don't care about them, mm-hmm. but I will say, I thought Carlos and Alexa finally had some great on-screen chemistry. Yes, get yeah, behind. I agree. Mm-hmm. So I was pleased with that. Yes. I, I I will say this though. Um it made me less impressed with the uh cruise line uh whatchamacallit zip Bro. line than I thought I was oh. ever gonna be in my whole life. Like, <laughs> I was like, that seems lame. So at least it made me feel better about not being able to go on this cruise <laughs> on that ship in May that I was going to go on. Oh, oh really okay. yeah funny. for my friend's wedding oh and i can't go i can't get off work it's the worst oh, don't we don't want to talk about it <laughs> um but anyway like i thought their chemistry was good her her ex date video stalker guy was yeah. weird for me yeah, yeah. I, miles i didn't understand i felt like he was unnecessary like there wasn't there was enough sort of conflict and things going on i just didn't mm-hmm. like i didn't believe for a second that she was interested in him or that like, i just felt like he was on it they, they should have gotten rid of him yeah yeah i agree with you there and I, like also if the chef guy wasn't gonna show up why did we even hire an actor to do the chef scene yeah. just saying well, the thing i don't understand that this is the part that really didn't make sense to me. Maybe you guys understood it better than me. But I don't understand if he's a celebrity chef, 
I don't understand how Tony is going to pretend to be him because he is literally a celebrity. People know what he looks like. So I don't understand, especially on YouTube, people are going to know what it looks like. So I don't understand. I didn't get it. I don't understand what that was all about. Yeah. yeah, I didn't get the solution either. I mean, the people on the boat seemed pleased, and that's really all that matters. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was like, I guess this yeah. is fun. <laughs> like it was, con- it was a little confusing to me. And I did have a great tweet though. I was like, if this guy, this chef guy, thinks that he can get off because of these problems in his in his thing, he needs to watch Harvest Wedding, where the chef, his whole place got burned to a ground. <laughs> he shows up at the wedding like oh, yeah. this is not okay and i did love that nina gave him the name preston smythe <laughs> so it's a good name that it's was a, a good great name, name. Yeah. she did a great job yeah. Yeah. the one thing i would i would i would ask nina what she meant by this is when she's talking when the two friends are talking i think it is and she's like she's like oh well you could be the next oprah and she's like oh not oprah i'll settle for ellen like what is that about like ellen's pretty great right yeah but she's not oprah right but like i don't know i thought that was a weird kind of a weird well no but 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 honestly oprah has been around a whole lot longer and has a much has if you put the two of them nothing against them they're both amazing women i agree completely who's had the talk who had the talk show first who was the one that is probably you know is really a trailblazer is oprah yeah plus plus oprah was a little bit more like serious and like yes introspective programming and right. ellen's like just like fun talk showy so right. maybe that's even what she meant like right that, that's true too yeah like i, I guess mean, i would have gone with somebody like ricky lake or somebody like that you know and rachel okay, ricky no, lake no, isn't even a thing say, nobody <laughs> probably knows sally jesse raphael I mean, Alan over. Like- no no and so they were using people they're using they're using you know names that would be recognized by a good share of people i think that's that's because she's just beloved though i feel like ellen is beloved and i was like what are they doing casting shade on ellen no 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 no. i don't think that i don't i don't think that's (laughs) yeah well i also thought that the cruise director was a little bit of well a he myth. was the cruise director i was confused no. by what that lady's job was yeah and her hair was terrible it was so weird like did Don't you be see rude that? about people's hair no i will be rude about it because she had like black and then like brown and then like another color it was weird she can do whatever she wants with her hair she's a grown-up well, I, this is my podcast, and I can say if I don't like it. I didn't like her hair. I thought it was very strange. And I, I just thought her character was very odd. And I, I like, she keeps saying she's going to call corporate. And, like, I guess she's supposed to be, like, really intimidating to the Tony character. Yeah, that's the idea. She's supposed to be. And so- but I don't really understand what was her job. Because he was the cruise director, or was he just being like director of activities? But they kept calling him cruise director. Well, I felt it was like very he, confusing. He was the cruise director, and he she was like giving him this one time to be cruise director. No, Evan was the cruise director, and he was off ship. They called him over to Symphony of the Seas. 
Right. Well, 100%. Okay. I guess I got confused that I thought that she was kind of giving him a test run to do her job was kind no, of what was no, happening no, 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 or something. Job. No. I don't know. Yeah, it was I'm not confusing. I'm not sure what her role was except she it seemed like she was his boss. That's that's all. Yeah, I, she was the boss and, somehow. And yeah. I don't know I don't know enough about uh crew's um ship hierarchy um <laughs> to yeah. be able to to say who was what. And so I have Let me just tell you one thing right now. Okay. They the staff was not working hard enough to actually yeah. be real cruise people. Yeah, no, that is very true. <laughs> Okay. I'll tell you that about real cruise shipping. Okay, it so. is brutal. Okay. Yeah, no, that is very true. They work insane hours, and uh, but I was fine with that. You know, yeah. in escapism. I, I thought they had a lot of little cute moments and times yes. where they were talking about their dreams and what they wanted out yeah. of life, and I was like that. And I liked that they had a pretty early kiss, which of course I'm a fan of. Yeah, they, they did. Kiss. Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Nina coming through with the kiss that's before the 90th minute. Yeah, that was really fun. Woohoo. And if you haven't listened to me and Amy's podcast on the best Hallmark kisses, you totally should. Uh, and I, I thought the ending was really fun and sweet and I loved him singing. And that was really Oh fun. my goodness. That was like, it was so funny to read the comments because so many people were complaining about the fact that alexa and carlos had no chemistry and they couldn't stand alexa i read so i've read that so many times all these people complaining about not liking her but we loved carlos's singing and it's like okay and now and it wasn't alexa's fault that i didn't like olivia no 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 i know exactly i and, and i and i know what you mean now I'll, I'll tell you what my mom had to say about the movie she said that yes was one of, she yes said that, she said that was one of their better movies that was mm -hmm. her response at the end uh -huh. that's what she said which I thought was interesting. And she said that she thought that there was better chemistry between Alexa and Carlos, um, that she did notice that from what we'd seen at Christmas time. And I agree with her. Um, I, I actually think my theory is that Carlos has even gotten to be a better actor as well um, because he had a stint um, on a Canadian show that I watched that probably hardly anybody else watched but there was it, it just ran for one season um this past season life sentence i don't know if you guys ever heard of that I never um, did. probably not but um lucy hale was actually the star of that oh, oh but, yeah yeah i think it wasn't uh, it on the cw yeah it was on the cw yeah yeah i watched i watched all the episodes and i'll tell you carlos's acting was was just went to a different level and i could see even in uh, this movie that his acting had really come up not that he was bad before I don't mean he was bad it was just that he is growing and maturing and I think with the, and with Alexa I personally think it's got to still be tough seeing how she was a child star making the transition into an adult mm -hmm. I still say I'm not saying she's bad by any means I would not I'm not saying that but I think it's got to be hard to make that transition and I think she is making that transition. I mean, I think she honestly is. And That's kind of funny, too. I agree with you. I agree with you. I, th I thought she was uh, fine and definitely better than in the previous uh, film oh, yeah. with, with Carlos. Um, and, uh, but it was kind of funny how they worked in uh, 
the cameo, uh, the debut of Little Baby Ocean. Oh my gosh, oh, Little yes, Baby Ocean yes. was the cutest thing that's ever happened. Legitimately, when he came on screen was as the one-year-old baby, my mom was like, first of all, that baby is gigantic. And I was like, well, he's only like 16 months when they filmed this. And she's like, 16 months is way more believable than a year. Yeah. So... But he was, he is the cutest. Yeah. Yes. yes. It was really cute. Yeah. Oh my I goodness. I wish there was, I did, I did wish there was more ocean. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Amber, how many crowns do you give it? Um, so I gave this movie 3.3 crowns, ah. which means a Nina movie has finally gotten less than 3.5 crowns. Oh wow, but it's still positive. Like no, yeah, it is three. still positive. It's I mean, it's anything anything yeah. three or above is like I'd watch it again. Yeah, right, right. I thought oh. you gave Backyard Wedding three. No, three point five. Oh, okay. I was thinking that was three. But back then I was less harsh. I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. That's great. Um, I will give it basically the same as you. I gave it three point two five out of five mm. rounds. But I really had a good time watching it. It's just the whole right. thing that didn't make sense to me about the celebrity right. switch thing that took it to... And, well, and, and mine is 3.5. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Look at us agree. Really good job. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> really? We're, we're almost all on the same page with this. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Well, let's move on. So the next one we had Pearl in Paradise. Mm-hmm. And this is our, it's an adventurous photographer and a less than adventurous novelist search for a mysterious pearl in the paradise of Fiji. And if you all haven't listened to my interview with Jill Wagner, definitely check it out because she was so delightful. You have to listen to the interview with me and my cousin because we're really tight now. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, so, uh, so anyway, he's the writer, she's the photographer, uh, she wants to become the creative director and she, you know, meets up with him and they're in Fiji and they're trying to find the blue pearl and he gets the journal and there's all this fun stuff. And this was definitely something totally different that I don't think they've ever done before and at least for a long time maybe way back uh, i thought this was really enjoyable and uh i i have a few little things that i didn't love but for the most part i really enjoyed it what about you amber um i actually so loved this movie (laughs) um and i didn't expect it because for some reason christopher palaha doesn't work for me (laughs) most of the time he doesn't he doesn't okay but but totally worked for me in this movie. Uh-huh. I think it's because I don't trust people who are too smooth and he's just usually like the smoothest, right? Uh-huh. Whereas where he was putting on a little bit of this like finicky nerd vibe, which is mm-hmm. basically my prescribed vibe. Mm-hmm. I was about it. I was all in. So I really enjoyed it. I, as soon as this movie got over, I was like, okay, so um, we're going to watch Romancing the Stone, right? <laughs> because it just kept making me want to watch that movie which yeah that's high praise for a movie frankly yeah. um i really liked it i loved malachi like i was in love with malachi put malachi in every movie and i'll be happy <laughs> yeah. um so yeah i loved it i thought it was amazing at the in the middle end when they actually find the thing yes. and they're like going through all the clues and like 
the clues were kind of easy, but I also love that we were like on a scavenger hunt as a team. I felt so involved. And when you like see the picture of the, like, I don't know, log and we did it, you guys, we found it. This is it. I was so stoked as like, (laughs) we did it. We're the best team. It was fun for me. I loved it. Uh, Ruth, what about you? Uh, yeah, I absolutely love this movie. Um, it goes in easily in one of my top favorites of all time, Hallmark. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it reached that level and I didn't expect it to. I honestly didn't. I mean, I, I love both of the, both, both of the leads. Yeah, you know, I had the opportunity to interview uh, Christopher Palaha before it, before it aired. And, um, and, you know, I, I was like already this huge uh, Christopher Palaha fan. Um, and, you know, it's kind of hard not to be when like out of the blue, he sends out this tweet that says, well, today is Ruth Hill Appreciation Day. And I'm like, what? I'm like, where did this come from? And, and I was like, okay. And what is this? And, and he's, and so, yeah, I talked about that with, we, we talked about that in, yeah. in our interview. So I could clear that up because I was just like, where did this come from? But, but um, I really, I think another thing I enjoyed is that so often the female character in these movies is the straight laced one who never tries anything. And then the guy is like the free spirit. And this uh-huh. is like role reversal. It was, mm-hmm. it was cool because you had Jill Wagner's character being the one that I'm not going to plan anything out. And you have Chris Flaw's character being all, uh, I mean, I was totally cracking up when he was packing and just, and just the way that everything, when he was packing, what I, I've never seen anybody pack like that. That was, <laughs> that, that was hilarious. I <laughs> honestly laughed out loud yes. for like, an, a minute yeah. when I saw all of the check marks on <laughs> bug repellent, mosquito repellent. I thought that was the funniest thing. Whoever on production decided that would be hilarious. Yeah. They deserve a prize because it was so <laughs> funny. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I did too. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I thought it was sweet. I actually didn't expect them. maybe i'm just a simpleton but i didn't expect them to put the pearl back I, like I the whole like message about faith and yes. and leaving it for other people to find i actually thought was kind of unexpected and sweet yes. and i yes. appreciated it and yes. my only real flaw with this movie is i actually had a little bit of a hard time buying christopher Puloha as this nerdy oh. guy because he is so suave and so slick and cool that it I struggled a little bit with buying him as this character. Um, I eventually it won me over, but I mean, and there's like little nitpicks. Like, why didn't she recognize him when they were talking at the bar? <laughs> like, she's being sent out there, and this is the day of. This is not said in like 1970. Like, she yeah. surely would have been able to have researched a photo of him. So yeah. that scene was ridiculous. Um, but I loved the scene when they were dancing. I thought that was yeah, really great. Yeah. I actually really liked the scene in the water. Like that was pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah. And the, um, I liked all the stuff with the journal and I thought that was really, you know, fun and sweet and it was just yeah. something different and it, 
you know, it's starring my cousin, so I'm going to let <laughs> What are you going to do? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I, the scenery was really pretty. Uh, it was neat to have talked to Tyler mm-hmm. and then to watch the movie and mm-hmm. see what he did, you know, as far as the cinematography. Right. And uh, I don't know. Overall, I just really... Yeah. really enjoyed it it was really good and i thought the ending was very satisfying the way that like sh- they both kind of yeah like there's this misunderstanding which is kind of mm-hmm. lame but like i still felt like it was kind of cool that he went to her workplace and like mm-hmm. yeah. was there with that tiny little flower oh man <laughs> yeah. christopher palaha loves tiny flowers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just encourage uh, them to do more like this to think yeah. outside the box yes. and this was a new yes. writer that i don't think they'd ever worked with before that's right yeah it was her first hallmark movie she'd done she had done lots of lifetime stuff and she had done a very successful um up movie last christmas interview with her um and it's christine i believe her last name's pronounced conrad it's conrad uh, Mm because it's like it's like dt at the end so i'm not exactly sure but it's something similar to that anyway um yeah she is she is a her her experience she actually has a master's degree um oh. in in like criminal law or something like that because yeah. she writes a lot of but anyway it kind of reminded me yes of romancing the stone but also of nim's island which is oh yeah those kind of elements to me it kind of reminded me of that a little bit mm-hmm. uh but yeah i really enjoyed it i gave it 3.75 out of five crowns oh amber what about you Okay, so my dad was watching this movie at the same time as me in the other room. Mm-hmm. The movie gets over, and he yells, "Best movie ever!" <laughs> and um, it was amazing. I it does not surpass the Nine Lives of Christmas, okay. um, but I did give it four point seven five crowns. Wow, so. nice. That's great. That is- Hi, you guys. Holy cow. I can't even remember the last movie you gave that high to. Yeah, I am a super choosy, and this movie was really good. Yeah, it was. For me. me. Yeah, great. Uh, So, Ruth, what about you? Well, I I give it a five. Yeah, great. Yay. Okay, one more. We're almost done here. So, okay. So, we have Season for Love. And this stars Mark Lucas and Autumn Reeser. And the little thing is when a talented chef returns to her Texas hometown, she winds up entering the town's famous barbecue cook-off and gets more than she bargained for when the surprise judge turns out to be her high school love, stars Mark Lucas. Anyway, And so for me, my thoughts about this movie is i loved them i thought especially like he was so like flirty in a way we typically don't see in hallmark like Mm -hmm. he was he'd like put his arm around her and she'd be like you know or like like go into check and make sure she's okay and like just i felt like he was sort of a little bit more proactive than we sometimes see and i loved that i was so it was so swim worthy and i thought they had really good chemistry and i liked any scene with the two of them together was yeah. so sweet and i loved it all the barbecue stuff i thought was kind of lazy and not very well done and <laughs> um a lot of the other elements were like what 
what? And I don't think they captured Texas at all. Well, no, no. And I especially maybe I was particularly critical after they'd gone to so much effort to capture Africa and Fiji and a cruise ship. Like, couldn't it have gone down to Texas? Like, <laughs> um, yeah. and it was just not the barbecue. Like, it was, they had so many details wrong. Like, especially the fact that finishing off the competition with an oven was like, what? <laughs> and I, I don't even understand that because he, his place wasn't burned down. Why didn't he have a smoker plant to use and she could just use the smoker? Because a smoke ring on barbecue is like essential. <laughs> like you can't cook in a competition in an oven. And, uh, and so, like, all I mean, to be fair, if everyone in the competition is using an oven, they can't be like, well, the winner's not you, because they're the only ones competing in that well, final round. To right. be fair. To be fair. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I get that. But it just was like, I don't know, like, and even the way they had it all set up, and I get it, you don't go to movies like this for for realism but like i just felt like there were little things that they could have done very easily that would have made it more realistic and they didn't do it and so like something like having him have a smoker there like they really couldn't spend the i don't know two hundred dollars it cost to rent a smoker for a couple for three weeks or like, just pull the other one from props no one's gonna be like mm, same smoker right i mean so i, mean, I might have but i would have let it pass yeah i mean so that's when i like when i feel like when I feel like, I mean, normally I'm not going to care about realism in these kind of movies, but when I feel like, boy, it would have just as been easy, just have been, it would have been just as easily to have made another decision that would have made it better, uh, then I'm like, oh, I don't know. But I, I still enjoyed it as yeah. a whole because right. I thought they were so good right. and I thought he was so swoon worthy. Yes. I was in love with him. Yes, yes. <laughs> he was so good. I don't know. So that's my thoughts on it, basically. I don't know. What about you, Amber? Okay. So I'm going to start off by saying I did really enjoy it a lot. Mm -hmm. And Mark Lucas was super charming. But, like, he was a little bit, like, a little too tryhard for me for the first half of the movie. Uh -huh. I mean, and, like, maybe a little bit stalkery. Um, like, there was the scene where she was on the phone with Eddie, and he was, like, following her for the whole phone call from, like, 10 feet behind. Like, it was a little, it was a little much for me. Huh. And, like, a little try hard. But, that being said, he won me over, so I guess he tried hard enough. <laughs> um, and I thought they had good chemistry. Mm -hmm. There were some weird ADR things that I didn't really like. Like, there mm -hmm. were a couple of scenes where they, it was, like, her mom and her in the kitchen. And the sound felt, like, really weird. And for some reason, I'm really into that right now, because it's driving me crazy and, like, a lot of things. But aside from that, I thought they had good chemistry. I thought Rosie did a really good job. Um, I thought her ex-husband was just like the nicest guy ever, which was yeah. weird because I feel like they started out the movie being like, yes, he'll never show up for your, your right. birthday. And then like right. he shows up and spends all this time and is like super right. understanding yeah. and is not like a jerk about custody. Yeah, so that, like, okay. That was weird. That was weird. But overall, I, I mean, I did enjoy it and... I, I had fun watching it. I didn't have the issues with barbecue that Rachel did. Cause for me, I'm like, how do you barbecue things? You go to a restaurant and they give it to you. <laughs> That's how you barbecue food. Um, but no, yeah, I thought they had a really good chemistry and overall I liked it a lot. 
Yeah. And Ruth, what about you? Well, I had really low expectations for it. I'll be honest. Uh-huh. Um, because I thought, okay, the location movies are done and this is just an afterthought. I mean, that, that was kind of, the, I went into it I'm not saying that I, I, I mean, I, I went into it thinking, okay, but it's going to be worth watching because I love Autumn Reeser. I mean, and, and my mom is a huge Autumn Reeser fan too. I mean, because it seems like every time I turn around, oh, there's, there's Autumn Reeser in something and there's Autumn Reeser in something because she's in so many different things. Mm-hmm. And um, so when I, so going into it, I thought I'm just going to sit back and enjoy this and I don't have any expectations. It's not going to be the great Fiji or Africa or anything like that. And it's just going to be your typical Hallmark movie and that's okay. Yeah. And I was fine with that. And I was, and I was fine with that. I was fine going into that, uh-huh. but I will say that Auto Reeser and uh, Mark Lucas, they, they completely um, blew me away with their chemistry. Um, I thought he was incredibly romantic in the way he he delivered his lines i mean i was just like oh my goodness you know it's like there would be those times where i'd just be watching and he and then he'd say something it's just like oh you know that's just so sweet yeah. <laughs> and so i think that that was actually the strongest thing that they had going for the movie i really yeah. think it was that these these leads were expertly cast mm-hmm. like they should they should become uh uh like regulars ones that hallmark uses again and again and again in movies a hallmark tracy and hepburn yeah Yeah. i mean i mean just just like uh hallmark is using brett and elliot and lacey chabert in things now i think they have somebody else here it's like okay they've yeah yeah it should be autumn and mark yeah sure absolutely they belong together in these hallmark movies and they should just keep using them because they were that good and i don't usually say that about actors um in hallmark movies it's kind of like okay i'm fine yeah they were great but let's see you know pair them with somebody else and see how that goes and but i i'd certainly watch them again i mean definitely no problem um and uh i also liked kind of the the little secondary love thing going on with um between his manager um and uh yeah and jake was the because that particular actor actually i've interviewed that actor a couple years ago he doesn't usually do a lot of hallmark stuff but he's very busy and it's like oh here he is like oh my goodness it's been so long since i've seen him in hallmark and so i'm actually going to interview him again we're going to do kind of it's like after because after i saw him i was like okay this is kind of cool i mean i know that I would have liked to have seen that developed a little bit more, but mm-hmm. I understand it was a secondary romance. I'm hoping, I'm thinking, okay, and maybe they'll, you never know. They could always do, a, they could always do. A, a Hallmark sequel. will never do a proper sequel where they have the secondary characters be the main characters, a spinoff. This is the way romance novels are written when they have a series. The main couple gets married in the, they have, they're off to the side. They don't, they like maybe make a cameo. And yeah, then it's, it's some secondary character who falls in love. That's what you do in romance novel series. And let's be honest, these are romance novels. They're sweet yeah. ones and they're great. But yeah. like, I just want a proper sequel where someone falls in love. Yeah. Hashtag justice for Miss Van Allen. <laughs> Van Howell. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. justice for Miss Van Howell. Yes, I do agree with you. I don't, I think they, if they had just had the two of them holding hands in the, in the epilogue scene, that would have been perfect way to kind of yeah. like right. you know just 
it wouldn't even have to develop Did you guys notice, though, in the epilogue scene, Autumn Reeser was wearing a wedding ring? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, yeah. Very good. I thought I would have liked to have seen, instead of her just leaving and that kind of going nowhere, it would have been nice in that scene a year later if they'd been, like, there holding hands. Right, right. The other thing that was weird, uh, and I don't understand, is that when she tells her mother... And this is like a big thing that everybody seems to know that they were high school sweethearts or they were sweet on each other or whatever. And for some reason, when she has the conversation with her mother and she's telling her about her feelings or whatever, and her mom's like, you have, I had no idea you felt this way. It's like, what? Like, how could she have no idea that her daughter felt this way? Like to me, that was very weird. And like her behavior through the course of the whole rest of the movie was like, oh, she knew, and why aren't you together? And I always thought that you two should be together. So, like, that line of dialogue didn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what was going on with that. Right. Yeah, but. I got nothing. <laughs> um, so, there you go. Uh, yeah, so for me, I gave this film three crowns. Oh. So... All right, I gave it 3.75 crowns. Oh, oh my goodness. Amber, that's what I gave it. Ruth, we're twins <laughs> again. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's like, wow. Where did that come from? <laughs> so I forgot to, to give my rankings. Um, so I have Pearl of Paradise at 14. I have Love at Sea at 21. And I have uh, Season for Love at 27. So there you go. And uh, and let's read real quick before we go, read some of our listener rankings. Oh, yeah. And then we will give each of ours. Paul, uh, our friend Emma, the Hall Remark, uh, she has number one, Pearl in Paradise. Number two, A Summer to Remember. Number three, Love at Sea. Number four, Season for Love. Number five, Love on Safari. Uh, Waiting in the Pumpkin Patch says, we watched five solid, unique movies in exciting locations. I feel they set out to do something new and different while retaining the usual elements of a Hallmark movie. One, Pearl in Paradise. Two, Love on Safari. Three, A Summer to Remember. Four, Love at Sea. And five, Season Season for Love. And he says, the bar has been raised. So there you go. And (laughs) And then our friend Susan S. says, oh man, this is hard. One, Pearl of Paradise. Two, Love at Sea. Three, A Summer to Remember. Four, Love on Safari. And five, Season for Love. But I haven't seen enough of it yet to even rank because one entire viewing, uh, I mean, one entire viewing and not over and over again. So, <laughs> um, let's see if there's anything. Uh, Nadia Alvaro Barrio says, I loved them all. It's difficult to choose the stories, the actors, the chemistry, the location settings, my ranking tie for first place with love and safari and pearl and paradise and then a summer to remember season for love and then love at sea as the lowest one and i uh, i guess that's enough we did get a ton of responses so it was really fun you guys each give your rankings and of these five um, I'll go first. My number one was Pearl and Paradise. My number two is A Summer to Remember. My number three is Season for Love. My number four is Love at Sea. And my number five is Love on Safari. Great. And Ruth? Okay, so number one would be Pearl and Paradise. Um, 
Yeah, it's, and I think I'm actually changing what I originally tweeted out. So I'll just, I'll say that because I, because that's what happens is when I talk with you guys, I sometimes find myself thinking. <laughs> yeah, we bully you. It's okay. <laughs> no, you don't bully me. You make me think because I don't have, I don't have other people that can talk about the movies in the way we do. Yeah. You know, yeah. No, so, it, it. so it does make me think. So I'm going to say that number two is Summer to Remember. Uh-huh. Um, number three would be uh, Love on Safari. Mm-hmm. Number four, Season for Love, and number five, Love at Sea. Great. Uh, so mine is number one, Summer to Remember. Two, Pearl in Paradise. Three, Love on Safari. Four, Love at Sea, and five, Season for Love. But I liked them all and had a pleasant yeah. time with all of them. So, right. yeah, and go. statistically, um, I did the math, and on average, this is the highest ranking rating that I've given a season of Hallmark movies. Oh, great! Yay! Well, good job, yeah, Hallmark. Thank you very much for a great season. And next week on the podcast, we are going to be giving our fall preview with greg mcbride is joining us we're so excited oh boy yeah you got, you, you got, you got the celebrity you bring it up celebrity guest yeah, I, yeah you're, you're, right. I mean we all know greg ruth you're a celebrity guest how dare you <laughs> no i was being you know, i've met greg of course you guys all need to meet him as well i mean officially meet him um but I've I've met him and like he is like you know if, if I'm ranking celebrities he's 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 just about at the top as far as I'm concerned. He's awesome. Yeah. He's he, the best. Yeah, you met. So him. you'll want to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So you want to watch that next week? It's really fun. Make sure or you listen. listen. Yes, and make sure you listen to our interview with Sarah Strange from this week and uh, our Chesapeake Shores. Uh, chats that's going to be tomorrow make sure you check that out uh and uh thanks so much we really appreciate uh ruth you coming on and talking these summer movies we had a lot of fun oh i had a blast i love getting to talk with you guys <laughs> and so where can people find you you can find me uh, my, my website is mydevotionalthoughts.net and then on Facebook is my devotional thoughts and Twitter and Instagram is Ruth Hill 74. Great. And Amber, where can people find you? As always, I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter and that's it. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and uh, on YouTube. So check that out, please. And if you can follow the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod on Instagram and Twitter and all of our social media. And if you can put in your reviews on the podcast on iTunes, really appreciate it. And uh, thanks so much. And we will see you all uh, next week. <laughs> Bye. Wait. 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 And I want to say, go to our website, Hallmarkies Podcast. Great things are in store. Yeah. We're setting up pages for each individual movie where you can leave your own crown ratings. And it will be amazing. You can leave reviews. It'll be great. We're going to be able to have a definitive average for how many stars each movie gets. So go to our podcast, wow. make your voices heard. Yes, wow. please do. I mean, go to hallmarkiespodcast.com, make your voices heard. Wow. Yes, please do. That'd be great. So thanks so much. We really appreciate it, Ruth. And uh, we will uh, talk to you again soon. All right. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.